Good morning, everyone. It's Amora St. John back again on Gutsy Women Radio um, on KAKU 88.5 FM, the voice of Maui, my favorite all-time radio station. And I've been on a few, like PBS, like NPR back in San Francisco and um, the local commercial station back in Marin County. But there's something about community radio, public radio, that allows uh, anything to happen. And it often does. <laughs> anyway, I have two little announcements. The first is I'm really unhappy that Elizabeth Warren dropped out yesterday just because I have two granddaughters, and I really, really wanted them to be, well, I'm, hopefully they'll be alive when we have a woman president. But anyway, I'm feeling a little sad today that two old white guys are running for president. It just makes my stomach turn. And I love those men. I mean, they'd be ten times better than Trump. But um, goodbye, Elizabeth. Goodbye, Amy. Goodbye, Marianne Williamson. Uh, Kamala, I think, may still be, has kept her hat out of the ring, but I don't know. We'll find out, or in the ring. And my second announcement is, because we'll talk about this later, is finally tomorrow is Gutsy Women Showcase over at the Pro Arts Theater. It Fun begins at 2 p.m., and um, I hear that we're selling tickets pretty quickly. You know, it's a little theater, and I would love anybody who is a fan of the show to come on down or come on over to Kihei. Um, at the Azika Shopping Center. It's just $20 a ticket. It's easy breezy to get uh, involved and get into the audience. And I hope that you show up. I think it's going to be a fabulous show. And one of the reasons I think it's going to be a fabulous show is I have two of the performers sitting across from me. Yay! <laughs> Steffi Garrett and Julia Schwentor. Did I say that right, Julia? Yes, you did. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> good. Now, I have a little ritual I like to do on the show. I don't know if Steffi knows. Steffi's been with me um, before on this show, but it's just been you and I. So I would like you to introduce each other to the audience. And Steffi, I want you to begin by introducing me, because I've just met Julia, and our audience to this beautiful young woman sitting next to you. Okay, so this is Julia, and uh, she was recently seen in Maui on stage's production of Mamma Mia!, um, she is participating currently in Pro Arts Playhouse's production of uh, Out of Order, which opens this evening. And Julia, um, wow, she's a, an incredible dancer, incredible stage presence, and uh, I'm going to be collaborating with her on Gutsy Women. Um, she's energetic. She learns very quickly. <laughs> she's very flexible as far as uh, both as a dancer and just in general. Um, any wild idea I throw at her, she just takes it up. And um, yeah, we're really excited to see show everyone what we've got. But this is Julia, always up for a new challenge. Wow, I can't wait to see the two of you on stage tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I know there's music, and I know there won't be any talking, which is what I'm excited about. It's going to be very unique. Correct. I actually had a stress dream the other night that <laughs> I, we had uh, accidentally had like three monologues in the piece, and I was like, wait, oh this God. whole thing's nonverbal. We're not supposed <laughs> We're to. We're not supposed to be talking. Yeah, yeah so. Which is hard to do as, as actors, right? Yeah. Like, you <laughs> you would think so, but then you start doing it, and you're like, oh, actually, this is okay. This is easier. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Well, it might be a whole new form for you, my dear Steffi, because you are so creative. Yeah. I just want to mention that Steffi is the person who brought the puppets to Maui. With mm -hmm. my, I actually think it may be my favorite show. I love the musicals, though. Um, but this was a musical, too, wasn't mm -hmm. it? Yeah. yeah. Called um, Avenue Q. And Steffi coached all the players on how to use puppets. And puppets were part of the actual performance, and they were part of the characters in the play, which was so really smart and funny altogether. So I know I knew how talented. And you went on for Ellie Shore that night that I came, because <laughs> yeah. Ellie was sick. 
And everyone's going, oh, my God, Steffi's going to be on. She's never done this before. I mean, you've done it in rehearsal probably and knew the lines. But you pulled it off amazingly well. Thank you. So that was, that was my cue that I got to get to know this woman. <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw you at Unity Church, and that cemented the deal. Yeah. Yeah. So, Julia, mm-hmm. you tell us what you know about, about Steffi. <laughs> Let's see. So I've only met her quite recently (laughs) when I get a text from her being like, hey, I need a person for this thing. And I talked to multiple people and all of them said that I should contact you. And I was like, what? Okay. I was like, I only knew her as like the puppet master Uh through Avenue Q because I do. I did a mostly EO stuff for a while and Uh she was mainly with pro arts. Um. So I was like, okay, well, what are the dates for it, et cetera? And she was like, oh, it's going to be March 7th. And I was like, oh, sorry, I can't do it. I'm doing out of order. <laughs> She's like, no, wait, no, wait. We, you can do it. It's not going to clash with the time. And I was like, oh, great, perfect. All right, I'm in. <laughs> Let's do it. And so we met up, and the rest is history. I love the idea that she was doing, and we kind of were just spitballing while taking a walk on the beach, which is the best way to do anything on always, Maui, I think. always. <laughs> Um, and it was awesome, and I've loved the creative process. She's totally challenged me in every way to pick up things very quickly, which I really like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just uh, put my complete faith in her <laughs> for a lot of things, and it's great. And she's been amazing to work with, and yeah, she's awesome. And she's also a roller skater coach right now for Xanadu. Oh, you're, you're coaching. So Leah, right? if you guys um, actually Xanadu. the entire production, the entire yeah, production. they they hired me There's on as more a skate people coach. than Leah on skates. Actually, on the whole stage. cast, yeah. The Cast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard that got great reviews. It did, it did. Yeah, yeah, they actually they go again tonight, so I'll be back there tonight to um, check in, do any tune-ups and whatnot. So they're this weekend, and then they end next weekend as well. So Xanadu, yeah. Maui on stage. Cool. Yeah. I, I, well, I love the theater that we have in this town, yeah. this yeah. town, this island. Um, so we have we have the uh, historic Yao Theater, where Frank Sinatra once theater, yeah. sang in mm-hmm. 1950s. I remember when I was first on that stage, I was like so thrilled because you know Frankie was was one of my heartthrobs when I was growing <laughs> up. You guys probably don't even know who he is, but um, he was one of my heartthrobs. And to be on that stage, uh, it felt, it just was like, oh my God, I've made it. Who knew I would make it on Maui? You know, right. <laughs> and that was cool. And then we had the Pro Arts, and that was run by a man named what was his name? Jonathan, Jonathan Lehman, who, who passed away, and then Christy took Christy over. Scott, Christy, took Christy Scott, and she directed um, When Trump Goes to Heaven, so I got to know her that way. <laughs> did you see that, Julia? I did not know. I have didn't do a bunch of fringe stuff. I was yeah, kind of out fringe. of the loop for a while. Yeah, that was the year that uh, Lynn McEwen won. But yeah, the, for Vindication. For Vindication, mm-hmm. in which she has got, by the, by the way, going to be performing a scene from tomorrow at the Pro Arts for the show. She is with Jefferson, our token guy, our token guy. (laughs) Yeah. What's really exciting about that is, um, yeah. So Vindication, which was at the 2018 Maui Fringe uh, Festival, and it did win um, audience Mm -hmm. choice. And uh, she will be performing with Jefferson Davis, who is the artistic director of Ono Maui Shakespeare, which is a new Shakespeare company on island um, that is making Shakespeare accessible and approachable, but also giving opportunities to females and traditionally um, undercast uh, populations. Yeah, so. that's such a great idea. Yeah. Oh, he was on stage with you at the march. Recently. Yeah, the women's march. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the two of them will be performing in the gutsy women's showcase, and we are so excited. I know, I know. They're, they have one of the one of ten. I call them ten acts, different uh, ACTSs. <laughs> a lot of singing, dancing, and um, poetry. We actually lost one of our poets today. She has a medical emergency, oh, Steffi. No. So we, we may need to replace her with another poet. 
or another uh, act short. Okay, well, we'll have a discussion about that. Oh, we will. Act off the air, probably. Off the air. So just while I remember it. Okay. I have this habit of not remembering things, so I, I walk around with little like colored index cards and okay. magic markers, and then I write down everything I need to remember because five minutes later, it'll be gone. And that's just how I am operating. I know you guys, you, don't, you never use paper. No. No. If I'm going to write it down, it goes in the phone. Yeah. That's so interesting because when we had our little production meeting stuff, yeah, I come with my notebooks and, you know, you and Lynn sit there with your iPhones. And it's just a whole different uh, age. And yeah. we oldsters have a harder time with it. But um, it's, oh, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good, don't you think? Well, people have actually proven that people remember more when writing than texting. That is very true. So, you know, maybe you're in the right in that case. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it depends on the person. For yeah. me, I my brain works very quickly, so being able to type everything it's and faster. then also having whatever notes, you know, uh-huh. um, production notes and whatnot, I can just send them off very quickly to members right. of the production team. But, but, but in I terms of it. the creative process, I, you know, I like just to go take take my little yellow pad to the Four Seasons lobby mm. and oh. just hang out for an afternoon and it's, it's surrounded by the beauty and the aloha spirit, and then I get then I can tap in. I mean, that's okay, that's fair. I guess I do. Yeah, you know if I'm mean? really needing to get super creative, I'll yeah. pop it on paper. Are yeah. you a writer? Do you c- consider yourself a writer? Uh, yeah. Yeah? Okay. She's a <laughs> you'll, short answer. You'll find out tomorrow. <laughs> she's, another, she's another renaissance woman yeah. like Lynn. And yes. do, do you write too, Julia? What's your, uh, what's your most exciting creative endeavor? Um, I'm a singer. I mean, that's just okay. what I do. Um, Creation-wise, I mean, yeah, I'm not really to that point with my like talents yet that I feel like I can really create something from scratch. Uh-huh. Um, cuz I just don't think I'm there yet. Um, but I'm great with like collaborating and like helping people evolve things, mm-hmm. but starting mm-hmm. from new I'm not yeah. quite there yet. Yeah. Yeah, that that'll probably happen. It's a skill that I think you just have to evolve and like work on and right now I'm just trying to get the basic fundamentals of everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm only 19, so <laughs> How old are you? 19. Well, are you? Yeah. <laughs> So that's so. I was going to ask if you were on Steffi's age, but uh, you're mature, my darling. Why, thank you. Wow. Well, you're 19. You'll have lots of time to get your stories together because you write from your stories. You write from what you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then it's easier to do. I think I, I tried stand-up comedy when I was like 16, and all the comics were like, "Just write what you know." So yeah, it was all about my family and. <laughs> it's just my family and like you know, high and school, I guess. Yeah, that was it. That's all. That was all the material I had. What, what did you write in the in the back in uh, your hometown? What do you mean? You said you were writing about your family. Was it? Just oh, I just journaling? tried some. I tried some stand up comedy. Oh, stand up. Oh, stand up. Yeah. <laughs> Stand up. Yeah. I think you'd be good at stand up. Do you have a joke for us, Stephanie? This is yeah, what I want. Oh, no, it's like a whole, it's a whole routine. Oh, God. Yeah, I'll have to do it oh, later really? off the air. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> a lot of stand up can be improv, too. Mm-hmm. Improv, yeah. in fact, is very popular on this island. I've never seen so many people get into improv. Yeah, we have a you, lot of improv. Why do you think here? that is? I think it's something that's it's fresh and it's approachable, mm-hmm. and so and it's a very depending on the the troupe, it's very collaborative as well. So mm-hmm. um, and I it's think challenging because you get up on stage and you can't have a thought in your head. Oh yeah, I was talking about from the audience perspective. Oh, from the yeah, audience perspective, as far yeah. as the performer perspective. Oh my goodness, I don't know. Uh huh. I think from the performer's perspective, they learn a lot about um, confidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, just to be able to stand there not knowing what's happening next. Those and that, that's confident a huge, their choice. It's like a personal growth <laughs> workshop. I found. <laughs> I, I'm terrified of improv sometimes. <laughs> I can do this, but there's something about oh my god, if I don't know what's coming. 
um, from the other guy. Well, I think the, the misconception is that it always has to be funny. And so mm. some people put that pressure on themselves and sometimes audience members oh, put that on the point. performers as well, that it has to, everything you say has to be hilarious or the most brilliant thing. And so I think as soon right. as you're willing to let that go and you're just listening to your teammates, you're listening to, you know, how yeah. the audience is flowing and, and whatnot. And you're, I think I found that the more collaborative you are, mm-hmm. the better it normally goes. Yeah, I think it's good laugh- laughter therapy. I'm always laughing. Yeah. At, at so while we're talking about that, what, there's two different groups. Right? Yeah, there's free range comedy, which I think is the main one. Was it Maui Improv? Maui Improv, Maui yeah. Improv, yeah. Okay, and Pro Arts has it what once a Sunday, I think, isn't it? Once a month. Oh goodness, I wouldn't even begin yeah, to I say. Think so. I, think um, so. I know they host both groups. Oh, um, yeah. And yeah. then I think Free Range is every weekend at mm. a different location. I know they go. They move around. They move around like one week's at Pro Arts, one week's okay. at the Coffee Addict, one week is at the Temple. Temple, Temple of Peace. Yeah. yeah. And then I don't know where the other location is. It might be Pro Arts again. <laughs> might be Pro. Arts. They have their their schedule typically on their website. Yeah. So. So I encourage anyone listening to to go to ProArts.com and. Um, Pro Arts. Yes. ProArtsMaui.com. Yes. ProArtsMaui.com. And get your tickets for tomorrow. Yes. And also um, check out and see when uh, Out of Order is happening because it launches uh, tonight. We do. We open tonight. It's going to be so fun. It's just like a super fun farce. Well, tell tell us about it. So I'm not going to explain too much of it because it's definitely one of those things you kind of want to come in blind and Mm -hmm. it's much more enjoyable. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's set in England and it basically takes place all in a hotel room. The uh-huh. entire show takes place in a hotel okay. room. And it starts with a guy um, having an affair with a younger girl. And then it kind of just takes off from there. And you won't expect where it ends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so is it a comedy? It is a comedy. Oh, yes, good. it is. very. It's it's a farce. I love it. Yes. Really. <laughs> it is not serious whatsoever. If you need a good <laughs> laugh, feel free to come in. Okay. That's so we run for three weekends. This weekend is Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then the next two weekends will we'll run Thursday to Sunday. Thursday to Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Julia, you know, I know you, you at, at 19, you got a, you've done a lot already on stage here. Um, but, Mike, I'm curious about the fact that it takes so much time to do a play, rehearsal, yeah. and then all those weekends and long weekends and Thursdays and no money. I mean, it just always amazes me that there's so much talent and there's just not enough cash to go around for everybody. And yet anyway, they still do it. Yeah, it's definitely like a luxury that a lot of people can't afford. Right. <laughs> for sure. Um, I mean, when I first started, I was living with my mom because obviously and I was still in school mm-hmm. um, and I'm, I was homeschooled. So I had the luxury of just like doing school in the mornings and then going to the theater and having a job on top of that that I could work around because my schooling was only two to three hours a day because when you're determined, you can just knock it out real quick, no problem. Um, and then you know, that is an advantage of homeschooling. It's awesome. So you'll have more free time if, if you play your cards right, right? Yeah, if you play your cards right, you should be good to go. And I took online classes, so the classes, like time difference-wise, were like five in the morning. So I was really had a lot of time to do whatever I wanted. Um, and then once I graduated, I just started working full-time, and my work has been awesome, and they just schedule me in the mornings. Uh-huh, okay. Um, so, and then typically I go straight from work to the theater, and... There's my life. There it is. And it is your life. It's your life. You have to be fully committed because when you're not at work, you're not at the theater, you need to be practicing lines or you need to be practicing choreography Exactly. because you want your show to succeed. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it's all encompassing when you're in a a production. Yes. What's the favorite thing you've ever done, Steffi, on on stage? 
Oh, gosh. <laughs> Just whatever comes to mind first. Too many. <laughs> Too many things. Uh, oh, gosh. I don't... Everything. I don't know. Puppets? Uh, Playing with the puppets? Yeah, I love puppets. I love skating. I love <laughs> um, all of it. I love what we're going to show tomorrow. Uh-huh. That'll be exciting. Um, That's fun. Clowning. Yeah. Clowning. Yeah. Have you ever been a clown? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You have? Out yeah. in the streets? Um, no, I, like in a children's hospital and oh, I work nice, with, um, yeah, I work with Foundation for Laughter. And so we go and do medical camps and children's hospitals. Really? Yeah. Foundation for Laughter. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a new idea. Yeah. Or has it been around for a while? Uh, yeah. Yeah. We've been around for a while. We, um, yeah, provide therapy to clowns in children's hospitals all over the country. Um, we host clowning conferences for clowns all over the world. Wow. Um, yeah, do medical camps. And... I love that. You know Patch Adams? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I went to Russia with Patch Adams oh. <laughs> years ago in the 80s. Oh, right on. And he was the most wonderful man who began this whole thing of bringing red noses into hospital rooms and making mm-hmm. the kids laugh. It's the best therapy. Yeah. Well, and then there's more than just like the laughter, too. You know, that's, that's what I found with the job is, um, you know, mm-hmm. nurses will utilize us if they need a patient to take medicine, uh-huh. uh, eat something, get their blood pressure up, you know, whatever that looks like. Um, we've been called in to induce seizures uh, for any sort of um, wow. patients with epilepsy, um, distractions for our burn survivors um, when they're getting their dressings changed. So, yeah. What a beautiful kuleana that yeah. is. So do you, have you done that on Maui here? No, I have not. Uh-huh. Could you? Would you? I, yeah, I would. Um, I suppose I could. Because <laughs> <laughs> you have nothing else to do, right? Um, yeah, because you have all the time in the world, <laughs> yeah. Stephanie. I mean, you know, I, I was really lucky with the Foundation for Laughter. Uh, Tiffany Riley, like, founded that um, foundation. And, oh, I mean, her resume is just phenomenal. Mm. And so, um, you know, that was already established, and I was able to just go in. I was their operations manager for a while as well. And, really? Uh, yeah. And where were you living then? Oh, in Dallas. You in yeah. Dallas? Yeah. So they do also the, the burn camp that I do every summer as well. Wow. So, yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's a great way to give of yourself. Yeah. You know, did I tell you, ever tell you that I, I used to run a balloon business and I would dress up as a clown for um, balloon runs oh, right to on. hospitals and homes and <clears throat> bowling alleys. I've proposed to people with uh, <laughs> balloons, 24 helium-filled balloons. Oh, wow. And then wow. I had 10 people working for me in the heyday before Ronald Reagan became president and we had money to spend. And because, you know, women, especially Valentine's Day was my biggest day because women give balloons to their guys. Guys send flowers. Oh. But we needed something that the, that the women could um, send. And it was really successful. I made more money selling balloons than I've ever made in my whole life. Wow. <laughs> Is that the craziest That's thing? That's crazy. Yeah. Not anymore, though, with all the latex. Like, I know. You know the latex allergies. <laughs> we used to have huge balloon um, lifts, or what do you call them, releases. Mm. Like okay. hundreds and hundreds of balloons for a celebration or something. Nobody thought of it you know, that it was a problem uh-huh. in the old days. Because environmental consciousness had not begun to grow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad it's growing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love the idea of going into the hospitals now as a clown. That's you just tweaked my interest. Mm-hmm. We should mm-hmm. talk more about that. Yeah. Yeah. So what else do you love to do, Steffi? I know you have to leave us. I do. Soon, because you're going to an also important appointment. Yeah. And but I'm also. Uh, I just received my mom's listening in right now. Hi, mom. <laughs> Hi, mom. <laughs> She's in Florida, and she just sent me a text message that says, "Stand up routine of the family." What? <laughs> <laughs> Mark, question, Mark. Uh-oh. Love now you're going to have to tell mom. You're going to have to tell mom. She's listening. I'll perform it for her on the way over. Really, she's probably listened to it. It was more about my brother and mom, not you. Oh, okay. <laughs> good, 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 good. 
So now that we know mom is listening, yeah. tell us about your mom. Oh, my gosh. You want to talk about gutsy women? Really? I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, total role model. Oh, I'm going to cry for sure. Oh. Like, in the best it's okay. way. It's allowed. Yeah, I know. I just, I always love to preface that of, like, you know, what's up? Because I, I get excited when I oh. cry. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she's, she's my role model. She is, like, my support. I talk to her pretty much every single day. Wow. Um, yeah. I mean, she's... <laughs> Every wild idea I have, I go to her, and she goes, yep, let's go. <laughs> no kidding. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. so great. That's the kind of support everybody needs. Yeah. No matter what the idea is, let's go for it. Yeah. Right? Well, and she's constantly, too. It's like all my friends and whatnot, um, you know, constantly being a mother to them. Like, whenever mm. whenever anyone needs something, uh-huh. she's, yeah. In fact, she she's able to listen in right now. She volunteers um, also at, like, a shelter, and she's mm. just, I mean, You got yeah. the gene. I got the gene, yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to like when I was younger. I was like, where, where am I getting some of this stuff from? I think I got my stubbornness from my father. So I think <laughs> dad. Yeah, um, but from her, yeah, I started to notice, like you know, as I, I was, as I was growing, and I think in evolving more from child to like best friend, mm-hmm. that sort of relationship. Nice. Um, yeah, I went. Oh, you know what? She's always giving. She's always mm. um, loves talking to people and interacting. She loves. She's always got a smile on her face, and oh. so. So did yeah. she have a creative life like you have now? She's an accountant. So. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, but her mom, my grandma, uh, played piano. Okay. and um, Nothing the matter with being an accountant. No, Steffi's I know. Mom. There actually no. isn't. No. <laughs> no. no and we actually, need accountants. So she's taught me QuickBooks. She's taught me, like, she's actually gotten me excited about numbers and everything. I do oh, love good, math. Good, um, good. Yeah, but she's um, so talented at what she does. Mm. And that's the other thing, too, is she does, you know, taxes and stuff for people. And just the other day, she was able to help this family that was um, struggling, and mm-hmm. she was able to find ways to, wow. this stuff that they hadn't even thought of on their tax returns, so yeah. just constantly you know, giving and finding ways to help people. That's so great. Yeah. Right on, Mom. Yeah. Is she in Dallas? Uh, no, she's currently in Florida. Oh, Florida. Okay. <laughs> How often do you see her? Um, not enough. Yeah. She did come out. She came to Maui to visit in September, which was really exciting. Yeah. Um, and so we're just trying to find, I think, a way to get back. I think she'll probably... Come here first, right, Mom? We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you so. live in Maui. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she should come when you're doing it, like when you're the lead in something. Oh, she's there. Stages. We actually have a tradition every single um, sort of opening night. So I'll give her a call tomorrow. Okay. And um, yeah, she's pretty much caught every single production. Like, like I've been able, you know, to be a part of. Uh, She's going to get the recording of this this one tomorrow. <laughs> but, yeah, but so every opening night that we have, or if I'm running a big like event like for the Women's March or what, uh-huh. something like that. Um, so she can keep track of you. Yeah, I give her a call, and then she always says, break a leg. So, oh, that's so great. Yeah. That's your little sign. That's our thing. Leg. We do it all the time. Now, I can't remember. Do you have siblings? I do. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do th- are they as talented as you? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My sister, um, she works in special education. Mm-hmm. Um, my brother... Oh my gosh. I mean, yeah, he's super, he's very, very, very creative. Not in the artsy sense, but like just in the business sense and in life and mm-hmm. everything. So nice. Yeah. So you've got siblings. That's great. Yeah. She's an all American girl, isn't she? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> well, you have to go soon. So do you want to um, say anything more to our listeners? I, what I'm curious about from both of you is your attraction to show business. Because I've always been attracted to show business too, but uh, the theater always scared me a little bit. And it, I, I think I went away to my, to my first summer stock 
thing in 1968 when I was graduating from college. What Summerstock? Summerstock? Yeah, which one? Oh, oh, it was in Ohio. Which one? Dayton, Ohio. Which one? I can't remember. Oh, okay. <laughs> I feel like I bet I know it. Really? <laughs> yeah. I, I was there for the first weekend and discovered everybody was kind of sleeping around <gasps> on like, dirty mattresses. And it just didn't seem like anybody had their act together, and I didn't know what to do with myself. And it was so scary and, and uh, actually kind of depressing. And it was really hot. Mm-hmm. I called my mother crying. Oh. I said, I got to come home. The theater isn't for me. <laughs> and then I thought, but I still like the idea of media. So I, that's when I decided for to go to, to go for television and radio. Right on. So right. I got into TV and then and now radio, which is so much easier than doing television. Don't need cameras. You don't need like, <laughs> except, for little, these. <laughs> except for these. But um, so that was my journey, which is interesting, sort of. Yeah. Well, you should go first because you have to go. Okay. Um, and you're just, you said um, theater or yeah, what? just how, how, what what was your attraction? Um, I started at a really young age. I think I was like Chip the Star in like when I was five or Chip something like Chip the Star. I was a, <laughs> it was a world premiere. And you were five. Original. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I was always making up things, I think, in our living room and putting on parades and, uh-huh. and whatever yeah. else. Definitely um, got that from some grandparents and whatnot. Um, I don't know. I love I love the connection. So I really do enjoy um, shows like clowning or whatever else mm-hmm. when we are breaking that that fourth wall and we're connecting right. with the audience I yeah. love being able to um, tell stories I love being able to potentially change people's ways of thinking mm-hmm. um, in a on an approachable level so we're not you know bashing You're not preaching. Anyone. yeah, yeah. We're, not, we're not preaching we're not um, forcing any sort mm-hmm. of beliefs or anything on on anyone just opening them up to a potentially a different side of a story or um, different experiences yeah, yeah. yeah. so uh, it's been it's been that, and I just love collaborating with people. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not too much of a fan of a one-person show for me personally, um, like performing that, just because I love playing off of anyone I'm with or, mm-hmm. yeah, just the collaboration. Yeah. Well, I, w- I wanted to take a moment here to publicly thank you for collaborating with me and with Lynn and absolutely. co-creating this great event for tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. And that was exciting, too. It just, I mean, I think, what was it? Just having lunch yeah. with you and then it, and here we are staring at this mm-hmm. at this flyer, 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 flyer right flyer. now and it's real yeah it's happening at Pro Arts tomorrow well, and I've had this I had this vision last year to do it and it wasn't time mm-hmm. and then I said to Steffi I, I would not do this without her I said if you say yes I'll do it but if you say no I'm just going to put it on the back burner again because I just didn't want to handle all the logistics you know mm-hmm. I'm 73 it's too I'm too old <laughs> we handle all those yeah, logistics yeah so I was like I'll be your production coordinator Yay, we jumped right in but then Karen. also like huge props to Lynn um, McEwen and Pro Arts Playhouse of course she's cultivating like just a really you know exciting yes. um, yeah. experience over there and with different uh, just oh, so many different offerings mm-hmm. so it's I'm really really impressed by her mm-hmm. yeah, yeah she was on the show too that's how I got to know her yeah Yay. Did an article about her on the magazine I write for, and she's she's an, she's another Renaissance woman. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure, yeah, for sure, yeah, no question. Do you have to go, honey? Um, I got it. Looks two okay. more minutes. Well, you know what? We need to take a break anyway, okay, right so on, this yeah. is perfect. We're going to take a break for our uh, sponsors Yay. and for KAKU Radio eighty-eight point five FM. I'm Amora St. John, and you've been listening to Gutsy Women Radio, and we'll be right back. Gutsy Women Radio welcomes Dr. Katie Gravison, who offers a powerful new weight loss program to our island community. Maui Weight Loss is an easy, natural way to get healthier, happier, and even gutsier. If you'd like to lose a pound a day, and who wouldn't, Dr. Katie's website is www.weightlossnow.com. 
Gutsy Women can be heard on Fridays at 11 a.m. and a replay on Saturday at 2. K-A-K-U 88.5 FM. Aloha Maui, Archie Kalepa here, asking you to help protect our local coral reefs by switching your sunscreen. Avoid sunscreens with oxybenzone and octinoxate, two chemicals that can harm or kill corals. There are lots of safe for the reef choices. Get info at mauireefs.org slash sunscreen. Brought to you with Aloha by Maui Nui Marine Resource Council, Maui's Visitors Bureau, County of Maui, Office of Economic Development, and me, Archie Kalepa. This is Steve Summers. Join me Sunday mornings from 1 to 2 a.m. with a replay Sunday mornings from 10 till 11 for the Oldies Time Machine. It's familiar oldies from the 50s, 60s, and 70s, plus some of those rare tracks you won't hear on any other radio program. Right here on KAKU 88.5, the voice of Maui. Hi, I'm Jason Schwartz, host of The Neutral Zone. KAKU is a listener-supported station. This means that all of the great programs you hear, like mine, are sponsored by you as well as our underwriters. If you would like to help keep the voice of Maui talking loud and clear, go to kakufm.org slash donate today and give. And don't miss The Neutral Zone Mondays at 11 a.m. on 88.5 FM. The voice of Maui. I want to thank my mommy for loving me so much. For taking me to the doctor when I broke my foot. For leaving me alone when I wanted to be alone. And, and now, as a grown-up, I'm thankful for being able to take care of you, my dear mom. For taking you to your therapies. For understanding that sometimes you simply want to be alone. Roles change without us noticing. That's why AARP gives you the information to provide even better care for your loved one. Visit aarp.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Okay, we're back. I'm Amora St. John, and I'm here alone with Hello, Julia. Just me. Hi. Hi. Just you and me, though. This is great, because I wanted to get to know you more. And I'm just amazed that you're 19, and you've done as much as you've done. Yeah, I, I don't know how it happened. <laughs> wow. Well, you know, I think we all have our kuleana. Yes, for and, sure. And um, I used to call I write children's books, too, and I used to have your sprite. Your sprite is like your soul. Mm-hmm. And your soul gives you the cues that you need to take your next step and guide your, guide your way. So you have a very active sprite. In you. Yes, very active. <laughs> Never sleeps. Always what was going. Your, did you love doing Mamma Mia? Oh my gosh, my it was the best. Favorite, favorite. It was my um, it was my first lead role. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been in theater since I was like eight years old. Really? Yeah. What was your first production? My first production was oh god, what was it, it was Hairspray. I was in St. Thomas uh, in the Caribbean. Uh huh. And I, the role was split. Uh, the role is typically called Luann. Too many girls. So I was Anne, and uh-huh. there was another girl named Lou. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, my star role. So, yeah, that was my first show. Um, and then after that, I was kind of just took off, and I was doing it as much as I t- could. Um, I was mostly concentrating on dance for a while. 
um, just because what the offerings had in the islands that I was placed in was not a lot for uh, kids my age. Uh, when you said islands, what do you mean islands? So I was in St. Thomas in the Virgin Islands. Oh. Um, I was there. I lived there for three years. I lived on a sailboat. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you've had an adventuresome life already. No oh, wonder yes. you're, you're able to, to break loose the way you are. Oh, yes. Um, That's why. Yeah. So I was there and uh, my mom and my family wanted to travel. So... We were in Florida for a while, and then we flew over to St. Thomas, and they were like, okay, so we bought a boat. We lived on a boat, and so, yeah, we sailed around the islands for a while, and our agreement was, okay, if we sail around, then you can send me to New York during the summer, because it was only a four-hour plane ride. Oh, that's right. Um, So then I went and I did summer camps up in New York for Mm -hmm. two summers, and that's where I got a lot of, like, my basis of musical theater stuff. I did... uh, Right. Susical up there, and I was one of the bird girls. And then we did Once on This Island. <laughs> I realize now <laughs> it's definitely the teen version. Uh-huh. I'm very white. <laughs> how, how old were you then? I was 13. Okay. Yeah. Okay. A way, great way to start your teen years. Yes, of to course. To give you more confidence in yourself. Oh, yeah. I loved it. And I realized what attracted me to theater a lot. Yes, it's the singing and the dancing and the performing, and I love that. But it was really like the family and the people that I met along the way where the people was the thing that really drew me to them. Yeah. Um, True Ohana. Yes. Because I was like, I did a bunch of dancing, and I love to dance. Like, I love to dance. And the people are like, they're good. Like, I like a lot of them. But it wasn't until I got into theater that I was like, oh, yeah, you're my people. Like, Mm -hmm. this is... You know your tribe. This is my tribe. You get my weirdness. We match on that weird level. (laughs) Exactly. And I think that's probably true for a lot of actors. I think so, yeah. And once you find that fit, and then, yeah, so then we moved from St. Thomas, and then we moved to Maui, and I've been on Maui about four and a half years. Oh, just four and a half years. Yeah, not too long. Wow. So your mom is here with you? No, my mom is currently in Dallas, (laughs) Texas. Really? But she's uh, with my grandma and my three uh, younger brothers uh-huh. okay. um, but they did leave here then they recently moved off island about six months ago mm. or so um, so they're there they but we just recently moved you said they recently oh, well yeah. we've moved off and on we move a lot uh-huh. we move a lot um, mm-hmm. they moved off island my dad got sick and they moved off island for a little bit and then he passed away and so then they moved back here I see and she couldn't cut it because it's so expensive here. So then she moved back to Dallas. Uh-huh. And now she's moving to Thailand. Thailand. Oh, she's <laughs> yeah. got the adventures from Jean. Yes, too. she does. That's so great. <laughs> so she's going to she's gonna be an international teacher there. She got yeah. accepted wow. for a job there. So she has a two-year contract. Great. So I'm very excited for that. Something about mothers being role models for their daughters. Oh, know? my gosh. She is the, I mean, Steph is the same. My mom is friggin' amazing. She's Isn't taking care of my three younger brothers, uh-huh. which are a handful for sure and they're all uh 15 teenagers 15 11 and uh like eight or nine no kidding yeah so is she taking them with her to thailand yes and our dog and your dog now see what a great experience for those kids for your for your brothers oh they love it they love to travel they're like goodness so well my mom always wanted us to be well-rounded citizens because Mm. we uh we grew up in colorado that's Mm. where i say i like i grew up i spent 10 years there i was there till i was 10 years old um my brothers were all born there we were all born there and it's great but it was definitely like a little bubble yeah like your bubble it was a bubble it was you i don't think we ever saw a black person there it was all white people (laughs) 
<laughs> like yeah, sure which is crazy and hispanics um where mm-hmm. they're in the area obviously so my mom was like we can't like we yeah. can't do this we're yeah. we're gonna have to go travel and she traveled a bunch when she was younger her dad lived on a sailboat as well so that's why she kind of had that sailing gene oh i see so, so you do pass it down don't you they do you do yeah, yeah for sure i mean i love to travel as well so my kids better prepare when they come <laughs> along um so is there any romance in your life uh no uh-huh. <laughs> not what you don't have time for that julia i have no time for anything <laughs> no no romance no would no. you like that i mean because you know it's really easy to get to know someone on the stage too it is like yeah i mean i I'm not against it. I, I mean, I've never had a boyfriend. Only been kissed on stage. Uh-huh. So, oh, so you're getting ready? Oh yeah, I am ready. Whoever is yeah. able to watch out. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I mean, it doesn't help when your main like extracurricular activities are like dance and theater. Well, that's why you've got to find someone who shares your passion. I know you do. You really yeah. do. And someone, you know, cl- at least close enough your age to eight, your age. Yeah. And that's the thing. There's not, a, like, there is some, but most of them are taken because they're good. Uh-huh. Because they're good guys, Because right? they're good guys. The good yeah. guys get taken. That's yeah, how it goes. Yeah, yeah. That's a tough one. But you know what? It, does, it just takes one. It just takes, it just one. takes one. That is right true. I'm not giving up hope. I'm wings. young. It's fine. Oh, totally. And you give yourself to your craft right now, and you never know. Oh, yeah. I'm just fully committed. Now, do you imagine yourself staying on Maui? For, for I'm actually time? moving in April. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm moving to New York. You're kidding. <laughs> no. How cool is that? Yeah, I have my ticket. My, mom, my grandma bought my ticket yesterday, wow. so I'm leaving April 7th. Anyone out there? <laughs> it's coming right up. It's coming very soon. Oh, my yeah. Goodness. Oh, the Maui theater community is going to miss you. <sighs> yeah, I'll miss them too. I love mm. all of them. They're an amazing community. They've been super supportive for through everything I've gone through. Um, so what what decided you to go to New York? I've always said I was going to move to New York. Okay. Um, first time I was there, I was like, oh yeah, this is it. Like this is this is where I need to be. Um, I'm going to try and pursue the musical theater career there. Uh-huh. Try and make it big. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually going to be going to cosmetology school there, though, at the uh, of the Aveda Institute in Soho. Oh, so really? I, yeah, so okay. I don't have to be a starving waitress. That's a good idea, really. <laughs> Better to do hair than make scrambled eggs, you know? Yeah, I know. And I mean, it's great because I love to do hair. Uh-huh. I've always been attracted to doing makeup and hair and all that stuff. So it's like, worst cool. that happens is it's a career that you can do anywhere. You can. So if I decide New York doesn't work out, I'm not one of those people that like, I'm going to move there and do be like, die. I'm stuck here. I'm yeah. like, if it doesn't work out, I'll give yeah. it time. I'm not going to be like, oh one month this was horrible uh-huh. whatever bye give it at least six months at least six months for me it would probably be, be like a year a year, mm-hmm. year two years mm-hmm. just to know about it, the hairdressing business is my partner max is a hairdresser and has, oh nice. has been for 50 years yes he, has, he knows more women than, than i do <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure but what i discovered i think i read this somewhere years ago in a reputable magazine mm-hmm. that the hairdressing profession the people in it are in it are the happiest yes of any of the professions because no, you don't nobody goes. You. Nobody goes into hair if they don't want to do hair. Yeah, and I mean, make people beautiful. Yeah, right? you hope that they leave happy and like super satisfied with themselves, exactly. and it's artistic. Like, yeah, and you can actually use it in your theatrical work too. Yes, that's sure. the goal. I mean, if I do wigs, uh-huh. anyway, it's all about connections in New York. Yeah. You find that right connection so through true. whatever, then. They're like, oh, hey, she was that wig girl. Let's yeah, give her a chance. Exactly. No, it's true. <laughs> so, um, so do you know people there? I do. I have some friends there. Um, so I'm not completely alone. Uh-huh. Uh, so if something happens, I definitely have people that I can fall back on that would 
totally take me in yeah. for whatever. Hopefully that won't happen, but uh-huh. it's not a total blind leap of faith, which is yeah, which is really very helps. comforting. It, very comforting. Very comforting. Are you going to so. stay live with them or do you have a Um place I think to I'm going to crash with them right when I first get there. Uh-huh. Um and then I will look for a place. Um pretty fast it's better to like be there looking for an apartment instead of doing it over pictures yeah so then i get to know the person they don't like me then we don't have to like (laughs) have a disagreement Uh you know that type of thing so but you want to be in the heart of manhattan i would prefer that i mean i don't mind being in brooklyn like price wise it's only like an f train into the the city so train (laughs) when i went to new york maybe the second time so many years ago I stayed at the Barbizon Hotel for Girls. Okay. Because you would never stay in a big in a hotel with men. Oh uh, no! Of in that not. in that era, and um, and it was kind of cool because you felt sort of safe. Mm-hmm. And I felt totally madly and passionately in love with New York. And then, by then, I was in television. Okay. And so, um, but hadn't really made it big or anything. And I got an offer from the Tonight Show, from NBC, to wow. be a unit manager secretary. That's awesome. And I didn't take it. <gasps> Because I just graduated from Northwestern, and I said to myself, hey, I'm better than being a secretary. I'm not be just an old secretary. And, of course, I think subconsciously I was terrified of moving to New York by myself. Oh, okay. And I didn't know anybody. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm from Chicago, so I've already had my big city, you know. Yeah, you, you've done it. I, yeah, and I just thought, you know, I know Chicago, and I can maybe stay here and make it happen. But I'm still, and it's been 50 years since I've been back to New York. Oh, wow. I'm sad that I want... That's on my bucket list. Well, when I'm there, let me know. I Give me a ring. You, especially when you're a big star. Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like, when you make it big, don't forget me. I'm like, thanks for the confidence. <laughs> you know what I want to tell you, though? Um, there's a wonderful woman and a man, they're married, who run Alive and Well. Have you ever been to Alive and Well? I have been to Alive and Well. They're awesome. Yeah, and Mona and... Um, I think his name is David. I can't remember. But anyway, they're great. And their daughter won the... Tony Award. That's so cool. A few years ago for acting. Oh wow! Yeah. What was what was her name? Do you remember? I can't remember her name, but you know they're very they're always in Alive and Well, and they're very chatty. <laughs> and, um, they love their daughter. Love talking about her. I'm sure. I mean, when your daughter's successful, can you why imagine? Not? I know. So I would suggest to you before you leave to go in there, and one of you, Mona's almost always there, and just say Amora sent you from. Oh, okay, yeah. I think, yeah. She, I think she'll know me. And um, and then you're going to New York, and uh, you wanted to know about her daughter, and you know you just need a mentor, and maybe she'd be a great mentor for you. Yeah, I mean, it never hurts. I people are always like, you should meet this person, that person. I'm like, that's great. So I mean, the info. I'm always looking for connections because. Exactly. It's all about saying yes. And it's a who do you know business. It is you know, it's, totally a who do you know business. Yeah, it's kind of sad to say, but it's really true. I mean, it helps if you have, if you have talent, of course. Yeah, you have but to like, maintain yourself with talent, but you, you have, can get noticed yeah. because you've got a friend. Yeah, and you just keep showing up. And then even for auditions, like it's the same people. So and, t- tell me about the audition process for you. It's I, I can't imagine anything more terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, I think I'm one of those weird people that likes auditioning. Oh, really? Yeah, because it's the only time you get to perform. So if you're not oh, cast. That's a good point. If you're not cast, that was it. So in that moment in time, you are the lead. <laughs> You You're, are the lead. You are the lead in that moment. That is so, so true. That's how I kind of. I mean, of course, it's like nervous, and you're like. But like you're performing and that's what you love to do. And I think you kind of have to have that attitude when auditioning is pretty much like 75% of your job. 
you're and you're not getting paid for it so you really have to like it you really have to like it so So i've always keep trying to have positive um outtakes on like auditioning and stuff and it is it will sometimes be the only time you'll ever like you'll be performing for who knows how long when you're there such a good point now do you memorize all the lines or you just use your sides um i typically when i go into auditions usually i have enough prep time that i will i do memorize the Uh stuff because it's just easier than you don't have to worry about looking at your paper and you can fully just be Mm -hmm. in the moment with it Mm -hmm. um but I if you- Lynn McEwen telling me this, this is such a great story. You probably know it. But she got her first role on Maui mm-hmm. because she auditioned for the blind person uh, in, um, um, in uh, into the dark or um, one of those. Yeah, where she after had, dark, after dark, after dark, play about blind person. Yes, and because she had memorized her lines, she could actually do, uh, perform without with her eyes closed, mm-hmm. and so it was way more realistic. And she got the lead. Again, she was. I heard she was amazing. That I didn't get to see it, but yeah, I, did I heard it. it was like super cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing her tomorrow in the show. Oh, she's going to be great doing this um, this number. I'm hoping she'll be able to sing too because she's a great singer. Oh God, yeah, she's well. fantastic. I mean, her Sally Bowles and Cabaret was some of the best work. Totally great. So, do you think you'll come back to Maui, honey? Oh, of course. Good. Oh yeah, I've got my theater ohana here, and I would definitely be back when i can afford to come back yeah i know i know it's a little pricey <laughs> it's a little pricey well tickets are very cheap right now because of the coronavirus so you know, i didn't think of that either i got it my ticket from here to texas was only 180 dollars not round trip not round trip no but one way that's pretty good one way is pretty darn good to Texas. To Texas, one eighty. Yes. So, guys, coronavirus. Whoa. Now's the time to travel. Take, like <laughs> making the best of a terrible thing. I know. Now everything is super cheap because no one wants to fly. Yeah. So yeah. as long as they don't shut down the airports, we're <laughs> we're set to go. <laughs> so, how do you feel about this coronavirus as a young person? I mean, people have split views on it. I know. If you're sick or you're like more elderly, elderly, I definitely think you have more to worry mm-hmm. about just mm-hmm. because that is what it seems to be targeting. Um, but I'm like, as long as you're washing your hands and you're being cautious of not touching your face and your eyes, I don't like to live my life by fear. Exactly. Because like if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. There's not it's not like I'm being super dirty or like encouraging it to come on. I'm doing the precautious things. Right. But at, at one point, there's only so much you can do and like i'm not gonna not fly to new york because there's a coronavirus because if i do that who knows how long it will last exactly exactly. and then i'll never live my life you know how i feel you know it's uh gosh we could walk across the street today and be hit by a car i know yeah what the odds for that uh, are greater than than getting getting the the coronavirus (laughs) (laughs) so to walk around with that that fearful expectation is, yeah. is creating such negative vibes in the air that that's what um, I'm afraid of. Because yeah. you know, as a media person, I see it all over television now. Everywhere you turn, all the streaming services. Yeah. Coronavirus, this, and well, the danger yeah. of that. And you, you build that collective fear. And then it starts to take over the masses. It then does. people who weren't even feeling, feeling fearful living next door suddenly are having the same fears. Yeah, mass hysteria is mass real. Mass hysteria, exactly. And I mean, what are... I always think it's something that they bring on. I'm like, they know it's not really that big a deal, and it seems like a very convenient time to have people distracted. Yeah, it's true. I wonder if this is helping the, or hurting the Trump administration. 
Yeah, it would be interesting to see because I'm always like, whenever there's something big like this, it doesn't actually seem like it's that big of a deal. There's always something mm-hmm. that slides underneath the rug. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm always. And then we blow it way out of proportion. And then we blow it way out of proportion. Yeah, exactly. Always. Exactly. So I just am like, just be like clean, be cleanly. Mm-hmm. And also, you just tell the good news. I'm a big, you know, I have wanted to do a show here at Atakaku called The Positive mm-hmm. Spin. Yeah. Talking about the, the good things that come out mm-hmm. of from people. Um, rather than the, the terrible. So who, report on who's being healed from this virus. Report on who's who's actually survived it. Yeah, I you mean, know, rather than multiple people, people have dying. survived it. I mean, it's, exactly. the numbers are super high. I mean, more people are killed by the flu every year than this virus. Right. And the numbers are going down currently in China. I recently read an article that said because of like their extensive measures, it is actually diminishing. Like really? the numbers are dropping. Good. Well, thank you for that report. Yes. See, that's what I mean. That's probably not going to make the news, the headlines, because it's always. Um, if it ble- you never heard this expression, if it bleeds, it leads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. So I mean, they did do like a a lockdown. So <laughs> <laughs> that does help. It does. But it does. Uh, but it is going down it and. Is. We're just doing our best. Just stay clean, guys. Wash your hands. Yeah. Keep calm and wash your hands. So what do you think about women leading the world? Um, you know, this is Women's History Month. I know. All of March. And uh, as you know, our show this weekend is Women Inter- uh, International Women's Day. Yeah. And let me just say, there's, I did some research for this. Seven hundred mm-hmm. There are 742 different uh, gatherings happening on this weekend. That's honoring, awesome. Honoring women and the importance of gender equality and uh, gender equal pay in every single field. Yes. And Barack Obama said women should be leading every country in the world. That's a direct quote. Mm-hmm. So there's something in the air, except yes. that it certainly isn't being reflected on who's running for president now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, unfortunately. That's not going to happen no. this time around. It doesn't look like, but, you know, yeah. four years from now, who knows? Who Come knows? around. The world might be ready for it then. Well, if, if, and if they're smart, if Biden's smart, if he gets the bid, he should put a woman in there as vice president. He should, because that's the way. I mean, either Amy or uh, Elizabeth. Yeah, they need some. They need some kind of just like gateway to that because they're so worried. Exactly, I, it's a weird worry. <laughs> I was talking to my friend, and she said, "If we could get a gay president, I think people would be more open to a female president." Oh, because then they would get over the, um, the like stigma. who, like who's the guy? What the guy going to be called? First, first gentleman. Because <laughs> people have these weird fears about that. They're like, well, what are you going to call that person? How is that going to work? Yeah, so, yeah. we've got to make some changes, though, some fundamental changes. We definitely do. And, um, and it'll happen. It'll it will, happen. yeah. It gives, give us some time. We go back and forth. It's like yeah. a pendulum swing. We had exactly. really good for eight years, mm-hmm. and then we swing way over to the other side, and now we're over here, and eventually yeah. we'll balance out. <laughs> eventually. I just learned that, that today, um, well, in August, August of 2020, it's the 100th anniversary of the 19th Amendment, which is giving women the right to Yeah, vote. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, an, it's a perpetuous year. Yes, it is a woman's year, guys. So Watch out. <laughs> we're going to start our stuff tomorrow. Oh, yes. We're so excited. So, Julia, we've got about five minutes left. Oh, perfect. And what would be fun to do with you as you are getting ready for your next leap? I notice those tarot cards. I'm very excited. I love tarot. Oh, good. I'm all about it. So I thought it would be cool if you pulled a card. Okay. And sometimes I'll just say, what do I need to know now? Mm -hmm. And then I want you to give them your energy. Okay. So just give a little shuffle. (laughs) And then you can ask a question to it, or you can just say, what do I need to know now? Okay. Let's do this. 
You want me to shuffle them first? Just to give it, yeah, to cut it or the deck. It's always good to just to put your, your vibe in there. My, yes. Get my energy flowing in here. No, I love doing this with cards. It's very fun. And it's usually pretty accurate. Always. <laughs> All right, let's see. We'll do a little like this. These are the angel tarot. They're very pretty. I like the silver edges. I know. All right, let's see. This is how I like to do it. All right. What do I need to know now? All right, that's the card. Here we go. Okay, oh, you want me to read it? Sure. You know what, honey? I'm not trying to my glasses on. Oh, here, I can read it so then. So you're going to have to read it. <laughs> I'll read it. I'll read it. Here. I should bring my glasses to this show. <laughs> All right. King of Fire. Oh, this is pretty oh. good. <laughs> Motivational, idealistic, ambitious, and charismatic. Focus, focus, focus. Communicate with vision and be a leader. Advice from someone creative. Well, I mean, pretty spot on. No kidding. Focus, focus, focus. focus All focus. right, keep those energies focused. So, what are you focusing on? Your your, your trip to New York. Probably. My move. Yeah. Move. yeah, yeah, for sure. Just keep it all in line. Get everything ready and. Yeah. And, you, and you are fiery. That's, <laughs> no question about I that. I mean, I am a Sagittarius, okay. so. <laughs> have you ever studied the Enneagram? I have not, no. Oh, okay, because you are definitely, um, I think you're an eight on the Enneagram. It's, it's a great way to understand personality types. Oh, cool. And, um, there's a lot of sevens on Maui, because sevens, I'm a seven, they like to do a lot of things. You might be a seven. Mm -hmm. And they like to have fun, and they often don't finish things, and they don't oh, like no. to deal with pain. Yeah, I typically try to finish things out. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's a really cool thing to do online. You just go to E N N E A G R A M and you take a test. Okay, and, cool. And, so you, and you learn about yourself when you're taking this test. And then you hit a button, and the button tells you who you are. That's so it's cool. Quite extraordinary how they can tell that, and then you can find out. Oh, well, this is why I do that. Mm -hmm. Oh, no wonder I do that to that person. It, it it helps you understand yourself and others. Yeah, I love stuff like that. Um, those things are great. I also like this book called the uh, The Mastery of Love. By oh, Don Ruiz. Yes. That book, if anyone's looking for some self love, that's uh, a really it's good a one. great book. And I I say listen listen to it as an audio book. Uh huh. Okay. In the car when you're driving, that thing is amazing. It helps you learn about yourself and all the different types of love mm -hmm. and how to accept love. And and you don't have to necessarily agree with all of it, but yeah, yeah. it really does open up. You're like, oh, that's why I do that. Do you meditate? Um, I don't currently meditate. My mom does. She meditates every morning Good and every her. day before okay. she goes to bed. So she's definitely a meditate person. She centers herself, uh -huh. gets herself ready for the day. Yeah. I like to do that too, but also just to walk on the beach mm -hmm. or just to walk around the block, you know, just without your phone. Yeah. Really. And yep. just quiet your, quiet your mind. It's really hard to do these days. It is, yeah. I I live in Makawa and I work in Kanapali, so kind of that hour and 15 drive, I would say, would be my meditation. You know, that is a meditation, <laughs> yeah. and it's a beautiful drive. Really. It is. It's a very gorgeous drive, and it is long, but I've come to quite appreciate it because I kind of like, I'm waking up, I'm mm -hmm. getting ready for the day, mm -hmm. and... By the time I get there, I'm ready to take on the world. Good. What are you doing in So I have two jobs. I work at the real quick because we got yes. I work at the Maui Escape Rooms, which is oh, you in do? the I do. I've worked there for three years. It's oh, my wow. main job, and then I also work at the Monkey Pod Restaurant there once a week as a hostess. As a hostess, cool, honey. Well, I'm so excited for your future. 
I hope you'll check back in with us when you come of to course. visit Maui. Maybe I'll still be doing Gutsy Women Radio. You never know. And you could come back and give us a full report. Of course, yeah, yes. Make it big. <laughs> so my guest today has been Julia Schwentor. Yes, you got it. Schwentor. Julia Schwentor and Stephanie Steffi Garrett, who's headed out. And I'm going to see both of them on stage tomorrow at the Pro Arts Theater. Yes, come see Two us. Two o'clock in the afternoon. I think there's tickets, tickets still available. Tickets still available, Pro but Arts going fast. ProArtsMaui.com. Come and see it and join the uh, the celebration of women. Oh yeah, women's Let's do history it, guys. Month. Exactly. So I'm Amora St. John. And thank you so much for listening and watching. This show gets replayed tomorrow at two. Exactly when our show is going to be. Yay! Starting at two o'clock tomorrow, Saturday, March seventh. That's awesome. The show is going to be replayed, which is that's really so fun. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aloha, everyone. See you next week. <laughs>